0: Hey, welcome to In the Pod. This is our series around book summaries and in this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about the book The 80-20 of Marketing by Perry Marshall. I believe this book was inspired by um, another 80-20 book by Richard Koch and I believe we all have heard about the eighty twenty rule. It's such a, it's a unique rule. It's actually um, was started, it's called the Pareto Principle. And this rule is very simple, that 20% of your action into something usually garners 80% of the results. This principle in this book specifically, um, he talks about how it relates to so many different ideas and concepts. It talks about how it relates to your business, how it relates to your friendship, how it relates to you know the food you eat, the clothes you have in your home, um, where you spend most of your time at home, the content you consume—so many different ways. And so we're gonna we're gonna dive into this book and talk about the three takeaways that this book provides us in regards to the eighty-twenty rule. And so let's dive in. Let's do this. So let's just talk about the concept in general. Um, let's let's talk about it in. relation to friends we have friends we have associates um, but there's certain people in our lives that we show a lot more attention to that we connect to a lot more and in most cases um we talk to more often and so you know i'm a social person i enjoy connecting meeting people i enjoy having the opportunity to meet people and learning understand you know human nature and i had to think about this concept like in my friends group like who do I actually spend the most of my time talking to? And it's a very small percentage of my actual friends. And so, you know, this 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 concept applies in that way is that twenty percent of my time that I spend talking to friends is literally the eighty percent of the friends I have. And these close friends that I'm friends with are these are the the people I talk to. And it's it's um, it applies to me in that way. Even in business and sales, you think about, I think about the sales that my business brings in and within, within those sales, you know, most of my sales come from one, two, maybe three clients. And as much as a lot of people want you to go out and outreach and do find new business and find new clients, the fact of the matter is, if you have, you know, two, three, maybe four clients who are your main clients, that's normally where most of your money is gonna be coming from. And, you know, I think that for, sure, for, for me, there's two, three specific clients that most of my money, most of my income. And, you know, even for that, even even going into health and wellness, like health and wellness, you think about, you know, when you eat food, what food do you eat that is going to help you on your health journey. Well, you know, 80% of the food we need to really eat is like fruits and vegetables. Um and so like if we spend our time the 20% eating those foods, we're going to get the results that we want the 80% of the results we want. You know, think about even when you go work out, you know. You normally work out at the same places. Like you may have here in Phoenix, living in Arizona, there's options when it comes to fitness. You've got hiking, you've got yoga, you've got um, you know, gyms, you've got CrossFit, you got all these different things. And though most of them sound interesting, there's probably, and I imagine you can relate to this, there's probably only a few things that you do consistently that garner you the results that you want. And so for me, I enjoy yoga, I enjoy hiking, um, and I enjoy basketball. Well, I find myself more often than not doing yoga or hiking more than really anything actually more recently it's been kind of at home yoga or even just walking i consider walking like walking is out of all the out of all the things as far as working out fitness goes walking is normally at the top because there's just so many benefits that i believe uh walking walking can bring to us and even with um you talk about clothing you know we all have we all own shoes some are shoot shoot sneaker heads some are not Uh, We all have clothing. We think about like in our closet, like what clothes do you actually wear? What clothes do you wear most of the time? And normally it's the same clothing. There's probably clothes in your closet that you rarely wear on like regular occasion. You think seven days of the week, what clothes do you wear, um, you know, five days of the week versus the other two or more often than not. You'll find, and I've, I've at least found that, um, with the clothes that I wear, the shoes that I wear, I'm normally wearing like the same one, two, maybe three pair of shoes. I'm normally wearing the same bottoms, the same top. In most cases, um, unless I maybe have to dress up, do some business, business casual, or put a polo on, or whatever the case is. And so it's just very interesting of how this concept works. Is twenty percent of what we do it accounts for eighty percent of our results. And you know this is this is a law of nature. I just want to talk about three thing, three key takeaways that this book has provided me on um, the first one. Number one key takeaway is the power triangle. And this is relating into business. This is relating towards business. The power tri- triangle is consists of three things. This it's it's the traffic um, that you that you get, it's the conversions that you get on your business and it's the um, economics of the money that people pay you. And so within this power triangle, um, if you do if you do some real testing, if you Say, for example, you put out a product, maybe you, you, you uh, put out a course, want to sell prints or you want to sell some type of product that you own. Say you have 5,000 followers on your social media account. You putting this product out, it may get, you know, you may do a video commercial, you may put out uh, some photography and it may get, let's say, for example, 4,000 views, right? Well, that's the traffic. That's the people who see it. Who, who come to it, they're like, okay, this is, you know, this is dope. But how many of those people usually click through or even comment um, or even like? Normally, it's a smaller percentage of people who actually interact with your comment or your content. And that's where the conversions come in. It's, you know, you may get these views, you may have these followers, um, and more likely than not, there's a small percentage of people who are gonna like click and who's gonna engage into what you're putting out and what you're posting. And then so you talk about convergence, then you talk about the economics. Well, out of those 5,000 people, you may have got 10 people who actually clicked and want to actually buy the product that you're offering, buy the service that you're offering. And we see this countless and countless of times again, where there is this universal almost law to where even with the number of followers you may have, some people may have a million, you know, a million followers, but all of those million people aren't gonna buy from you. All those million people aren't necessarily interact with your content. I think law, this, this 80-20 rule of like 20% of um, the people who engage or, or interact with your content is who, who's gonna produce the 80% of your results is is normally the case. And I hope this is making sense. I'm kind of rambling through this, but I do believe this is an important principle I would recommend um, Googling the Pareto Principle, really doing some research around how 80 20 works, how it applies in people's lives, how it applies in business, how it applies in relationships. You know, even look on your call log. You may, you may open up your phone and, um, you know, you may have 500 contacts. There's a lot of contacts. Out of all those contacts, who actually are you talking to? Go to your text message thread. Go to your call log. Like, Who in your context are you actually speaking to consistently? You'll find that out of those 500, you may be consistently talking to 10, maybe 15 of those people. 20 at max. And so, you know, what's 500 divided by 20? What's my phone? Anywho, we'll, we'll do the math. Somebody do the math. 500 divided by 20 um, is a smaller percentage. And not all of those people you're going to be talking to. And so... Um, as much as people say it's a numbers game, I think it is a numbers game in a lot of cases of um, when you're in business or, or when you're looking to um, get opinions about things or anything like that. I think that is, it can be important in certain instances. Um, but if you see just how this 80-20 rule works, you'll start to realize that um, most of the results that you get, most of the people you talk to, um, out of that 80% is a small 20% is... Twenty percent of those people, eighty percent of the time is you're you're spending talking to them, or eighty or uh twenty percent of the time you're spending talking to certain people who you're selling to, and they're gonna be producing, you know, the eighty percent of of those results. So that's one t- takeaway, the power triangle. The second takeaway is how to basically uh, divide through this twenty percent that represent that that represents the eighty percent of the outcome, and so. You say you take twenty percent um, of the res- of the twenty percent of your input. Twenty percent of your effort gets eighty percent of the results. Well, we can break it down even 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 further. And so, let's take twenty percent of that twenty percent. That twenty percent of the twenty percent represents eighty percent of the eighty percent. So, out of that twenty percent, four percent represents 64%. And you can break that down even further to go to 1% represents 50% of the results. And that's that's kind of mind-blowing to think about is that 1% of your efforts can produce 50% of the results. And so let's, you know, let's say for example, you're a business owner maybe you're a photographer, maybe you're a videographer and you're trying to find work, you're you're trying to find new business. Well, you know, of course you can set up a website, you can start up a social media, you know, you could start up a bunch of social medias. You could throw some advertisements in and you may not get any results. You're like, wow, why is no one reaching out? Why is no one reaching out to me at all? And Maybe you're like, okay, well, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do some outreach. I'm gonna I'm gonna start picking up the phone. And I'm gonna start calling people, and you start calling people. You actually start getting on the phone with people and talking to people, and you start to recognize, okay, these are what the problems people are facing, and you could close and you could close a uh, deal just off of making that one or two or three phone calls, versus putting all of this energy and effort into creating this social media, creating your website that may not even drive results. And I think will you'll come to find that that is how a lot of things work is that if you're a photographer and you have a portfolio and you're like, man, I really wanna, you know, I really wanna do new business. I wanna I wanna work with brands. I wanna work for this product. Well in most cases deny if you find a contact for a certain brand you want to work with and reach out to them it's more than likely you're going to start the traction of potentially finding or getting work from that company um, versus just blindly putting things out that they don't see um, that your potential client doesn't see. And so it's just interesting how when you start with the 2080 and you do 20% of that, which is the 4%, you do 20% of the 4 of the 1% and that represents 50%. Of the outcome, so that's another key takeaway. Um, is is that division rule, and the the third takeaway that I took from this book was it has to do with three things. It has to do with recency, frequency, and money. And so, with recency, you know, you want to ask yourself how recently has your customer purchased? Um, what was the last time that they bought from you, if they bought from you at all, and for the ones who did buy from you what did they buy in say the last 90 days so for example if i'm a vi- i'm a i am am ai run a video co- production company if um, the last thing a client bought was a video right commercial cool well i can ask myself okay what was the last thing that this that a company has bought from me when was the last time they bought it and these are things to ask yourself to know that um, if you can if you can sell more to this client, sell more to this customer, or just revisit. And so after recent, recency is frequency. And so how often has your customer purchased? Um, and after that, which customers have repeatedly bought things from you? And these are all important questions to ask yourself because it gives you an idea of um, who you may need to target again. It gives you an idea of uh, what they bought, why they bought it, all these important things. And then next is money. So how much has your customer spent? And then also which customers have spent the most with you? And it's pretty self, self-explanatory. self When your client purchased from you, how much did they spend? And um, who exactly has spent the most money with you? And this, these are, I think overall as... Um, if you're running a business or you're looking to get more sales or anything like that. These are important questions to ask, like what's the rec- recency, the frequency, and then the money that you received. So 80-20, 80-20, important rule, often overlooked, but very, very important rule to think about. Uh, what efforts today, what 20% of the efforts today can get you 80% of the results in? anything you know that it may be and so that is the eighty twenty of marketing by perry marshall summarized that's pretty quick that's pretty short but I, I i think this is important information to really talk about really invaluable information to to share and, and go through and that's book summaries you know i would like to come back consistently and bring summaries and, and, and share some insights some things that i learned some things that i believe you we we'll find value in when it comes to um, popular books that you know maybe too long to read. I, there, there's there's a platform I love. It's called Blinkist, and this isn't in any way at all sponsored by Blinkist. But I believe that um, you know Blinkist is a great platform because it takes you know these long books that time is valuable and we may not have the time to read all these books. Um, and it takes these books and it short forms it for you. It conditions it to like 15 minute, 20 minute versions of it. And I think it's a very, very valuable resource. And so that's the goal here is to really summarize with this series, summarize books, share the key insights, share information and go from there. Thank y'all for listening in. My name is DJ and this is in the pie with our book series called book summaries until next time. Peace and love.